I was very depressed yesterday and I didn't understood what it was uh, because um, I don't have uh, this kind of depress in my life but it, it was like uh, a de depression that uh, if I have not uh, believing uh, and no God exists I, I maybe have taken my life. I have made a suicide if I didn't know God. And uh, now, nowadays I can't do any suicide because I know that's not in God's will. So I have to work with it and I try to take that away. So normally when I get depression, but not this deep depression I had, but if I feel depressed, I always take some vitamins and minerals because I find out that I have eaten wrong food or I have not could digest that food I have eaten. So... It's I I be better uh, when I take vitamins and minerals, uh, and I always have that at home. And uh, uh, but it wasn't. Uh, it was very strange feeling I had yesterday, but in the night, uh, I it uh, first I have to go to the bathroom as I have diabetes it's sometimes I I have to go up in the night so I know that uh, this was after about uh, 3 30 in the night when I had this strange dream and a nice dream and uh, and uh, it's like a vision dream. I talk about vision dreams many times. It's when you you know you are full awake, but you are in an other dimension. And um, it's like looking into a hole. And um, like I am a camera and look in in the in a picture and there he was a young nice looking man and he was standing it looked like he was in in a city uh, and under him was it like a gray path uh, it was like it was in the city and i i know he say I mean, I, I don't know, but I think he says uh, things to me, but I didn't remember when I wake up. The, what I, what I, I felt when I wake up was full of love, and it was love uh, when I standing in front of him and I look at him and. I didn't know 
who he was, but it was something that told told me that it that this is Larry, but Larry was an old man, and so that was very strange that I knew that it was Larry. So when I wake up from this dream about much love, uh, I was thinking I, uh, Larry, that I lived with in outside Chicago in a little city called Morris. I knew he he had a Swedish father, so, and uh, I know he, his name was Lundberg. So I. I was thinking, first I, I look around in the white pages and uh, see if I find him, but I didn't find him. So I was thinking maybe he had died because it was some years, maybe four or five years ago since I talked to him and he maybe had died. And uh, so I I was thinking if he had died, the best way to find him is to look in the family tree and search in family trees. So I did. I have a, a family tree, so-called family tree. There, I. It's when I want to check up names uh, that I I see and sometimes is it that spirits is coming to me and they and I know their names and so I place the names in this uh, research family tree to, so I don't do it in my own family tree so I I search for Larry in this tree uh, and uh, his name came up and it showed that he he died he passed away he he left this earth uh, in October 6 2016 I was shocked and sad about it because he was not so very old. Um, and uh, he was 60 years old when he died. And uh, uh, the, and it says that he was sleeping in very quiet. And I think because he was drinking so much and uh, last time I was talking chat with him he was so very drunk and he wanted only to talk about sex with me so I uh, blocked him and I go angry at him and blocked him and and then I left him like that and and now in that dream it make me remember him that and be curious uh, if he have passed away and then he's coming back 
and want to talk to me. Uh, but of course, I didn't know how, how he looked like when he was young. Uh, but there was a picture of him in the family tree. And I, I look at that man and it was when I, he was 29 years old and he had graduated the examination from the Navy. I think he, he told me that he was in, in the submarines. Uh, he was this the drive the, the submarine. And he, he was well educated. He was, he have some grades in the Navy. And that's why he was an engineer in a nuclear plant outside Chicago, in outside Juliet in Illinois. And, and there, where I live with him, and um, and I, uh, I was thinking that I should look, look and uh, see where, if he was related to me. I felt, I felt that like we were re related, even if I didn't have that uh, sure name. I didn't have that la last name. Uh, so, so much of it, of that name, I didn't even knew if I had it in my family tree. So I look, look at his father, and that was from Sweden, and but he, his father have, he was born in United States. So I couldn't see the immediately where, if he, we were related to each other. But uh, then it's come to be Swedish names and it's Sweden. And, um, and then it was, was one uh, very, uh, sort of uh, famous last name. And I remember that I have that sure name in my family tree. So I I check it out and then suddenly where we were together, Larry and I in the family tree. We have the same. And uh, I I check it out and and it was on my father's side and uh, his uh, his father and my father was connected to each other, but in uh, in different generation. It was one generation between them, and um, but he uh, he was uh, very close to me because it was his his uh, grand great grandfather. Uh, was born in in the early eight, 1823 I thought it was and my father was born 1908 so that there was a one generation between them but there but uh, Larry's 
great-grandfather was uncle to one of my father's father's um, sibling. I think it is what it is. But uh, anyway, it was very close. And I was the I'd be sad. I was thinking, thinking that when I lived with Larry, and I met her, his mother also, uh, that think if I have knew that, that we were related to each other, then it should be much nicer to talk about Sweden, even if his mother was uh, not. Uh, uh, related to Swedish, uh, Sweden, uh, it was more England for her. But she had been, uh, because uh, when I met her, she was curious about Sweden. And I could have talked much better, because we were related. And I could talk about that uh, small city almost like a village maybe it's um, about um, 5,000 people living in that small city where we were connected in uh, and I know wh where it is um, and um, it uh, and um, he uh, he had a very hard life, Larry, and uh, and the devil, you know that the devil, he know when you are weak, so he's on and try to kill you, and um, and Larry, I think I have talked about Larry when I live with him, outside Chicago. He, his ex-wife, um, she, she was very mental, sick, and was on him so much, even if they were divorced. And um, Larry told me that once when he was on his bicycle, she come with her car and drive over him, so he broke his leg. And one day I... I we were watching television and I'd be surprised because his ex come in suddenly and she had the key to the house even if they were divorced. That scared me very much. And she come and and uh, Larry went out and in the kitchen she pushed him against a wall. I saw that she did it, but I didn't know if he hit the wall uh, because the, I couldn't see everything clear. And um, so then when she left, he, he come in and sit and watch television again and he, he took his hand uh, behind his neck and... Uh, I uh, was in much pain. I say, what's going on? Uh, um, 
Debbie, she pushed me in into the, the wall and I got so much pain in my neck, he said. So she was dangerous and uh, I was... I was going to the police because she harassed me. And the, the police say, oh, she, we know her. Like, uh, that was the only thing they say. But she was known as a violent woman. And, uh, but... Uh, as she have lived with Larry, she was uh, very wealthy, and the money is talking, you know. Uh, it's not fair judgment uh, many times. Uh, so uh, they did, never did anything, the police, about it. And... Um, and Larry say say to me that she scare away all the women he he dated and and was together with. And uh, but still he have the key, let her have the key to the house. And he was so weak; he didn't do anything to to protect him, and. Uh, I was thinking he don't protect me and he had never protect the women that she have chased away and uh, and then uh, I are talking about I think I have talked about when I was laying in the bath and uh, I heard something uh, coming in into the house and then I have I was laying scared in a bathtub and and so long so the water was going cold and when it was cold and I started to freezing I was thinking I have to go and go out and I I imagine that she was uh, pretending and saw it in front of me that we, she was standing with a gun in her hand and she would kill me. And, uh, but she, she was not there. But I was thinking in that time that I can't live like this. I can't live in fear and not have a man that can protect me. And um, so... I left Larry, and uh, even if he was kindly and and have lots of money and uh, everything, and he loved me, and he is the only one that have loved me of all my men. They have never loved me. He loved me for real, not for sex, for real, and. Uh, his ex-wife say that uh, he is not coming home immediately from from the job because he is with another woman and have sex with her for, before she he's coming home 
But I know that uh, every time he come home, he he was uh, smell drinking, and and he told me from the beginning that after his job he always go to a bar and was drinking. So I didn't believe her that she, uh, what she say, and uh, so he was uh, drinking very much. Or, of this, uh, I think it was very much of being nervous about her threatening him the whole time. But then he started to come home early. Then suddenly he come early and he was had his clothes nicely uh, done, and and when he was. Out drinking, he come home and he he almost dropped his pants and it was he didn't care when he was drunk, but now he come home and was nicely in his clothes and he didn't smell drinking and and he come home and hugged me, uh, so. He started to fall in love with me, and uh, I remember in in Christmas we were to his mother's home and to eat Christmas dinner. And uh, it was one one time I I bowed down when he was sitting in the chair. I bowed down to him to whisper to him, and. Uh, when I did that, uh, Larry he go very red in his face, and I know that's when he f- felt that he had fallen in love with me. Um, but it doesn't matter because it was not in God's plan. That was something. Uh, something I had to do. It was like I, I come to him as a messenger for him, because uh, it was I when I saw that in the family tree, his uh, his birthday were on the same day when I come come to the, the airport in Chicago and he come come to meet me. It was his birthday, but he didn't tell me that. And in the, in the car, driving home, he said to me that I don't understand why I did, have done this, why I did this. And uh, some years later, I told him that it was God that was talking to him to do this to me. And I... You know, I was in in a, a very much problem because I have no money and I didn't have a place to be at. Uh, when I uh, first I come to Seattle and then I have to to call him uh, Larry for help and hope he wanted to take me to Chicago. And he did. 
and uh, it was like I come as a messenger for him, but Larry he he never uh, he didn't believe in God, uh, and he should the whole time denied it, and he should maybe talk in me into that I that I have not had Jesus Christ standing in my home and and God uh, talking to me so I I maybe should go away from God's plan uh, to be with him so that make me not thinking that why did I left Larry because I I know it should never happen uh, that I should come to know God uh, by staying in his home and be comfort and marry Larry and be there. I should never have known God in, in that way. So I have to leave. And, uh, and I know that God can use even the devil for us to move. And that's what it was done, and uh, it uh, that uh, Debbie was this uh, devil that uh, God used for me to move from Larry to come to know him much better in other places and in other situations that I come to. And uh, I, I stop now because there is a spirit coming through. And it's a, it's a quite young man coming. Uh, I didn't know that. Um, I don't know why he, he's coming through, but uh, it's a, a slim young man and uh, with dark brown hair and um, nice looking man <laughs> and he he plays up his hand like hi to me and uh, he take away it uh, he had when he lived he had a hair that falling down on his, uh, in his eyes so he very often even when he cut, had cut his hair he did this with his hand to take away the the uh, the hair that fall down even if it was short and and it didn't fall down but he was used to do that to to his hair and he, he say that that tell my father, he say, um, it was more like an accident when uh, that that uh, that evening night it's dark. He showed me and and it was like an impulsive um, 
thing he did that make him pass away. And he said that I have talent. I have talent to sing and dance. And uh, I wasted away my life by doing this crazy, stupid thing he said that to make a suicide. And um, I say that he, I have made my father cry so many times over what I have, what I did. And um, even if I am in heaven, I feel guilt. That's why I'm coming through now to talk about it, that uh, you couldn't do anything to stop it, he said to his father. You couldn't stop it. That was a mindset of me. And uh, it was like like uh, life was, I was playing the whole time. I didn't. I haven't. I didn't take any responsible for my life. I I was far off. I was away. You wanted to teach me about life. You wanted me to look at life in another way. It's a because of your your own experience of life you wanted me to not go in there but I did anyway and it had nothing with you to do father it's um, um he say that his uh, name Ken Kenneth Kenneth he say that um Something uh, is in there. He said that I make you grow older, faster. And I, I regret that I did those things. And um, I have seen you could not fall to sleep or wake up in the night sleepless and and you know that I I have been there with you in the night and uh, mm, mm, I, I I must say I'm sorry I'm sorry, and I want you to to think that you are a good father, and you couldn't have avoided it. You couldn't have done anything. You did everything right, father. But I I live wrong. I didn't listen. I I thought. I could 
handle everything. So, and now he's going away. He's, I see his hand he's, when he's going away. And and uh, it is uh, it was very much spiriting and I think there is someone else coming through because there, there this feeling of spirits presence of a spirit have not left me when he this young man left here is still something on here and it's always I don't know why why it is most of the time is it when a, when a man have coming through it's a woman that coming through now and uh, She may be, her name is Gretchen uh, or Greta, uh, but I think she's from Holland and Lederland. Astublish, she is saying, and uh, I'm sorry to step in here, she said. I'm an old woman. But I'm here for someone that is listen and uh, and I have a um, answer answer for you that uh, she talking to me now she she said that you have a question about this sure name graph and um, because you have that in your line, in your family tree, and you have met it many times, and that's um, that's an answer from from Holland, Netherlands, that the graph is uh, is like a, an animal. It's an um, it's like this. Um, like a hawk, um, what is called the uh, United States, a bird that is um, there. The country for United States is uh, the 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 bird, but also uh, is also this uh, grief, uh, grief that is. That fantasy bird that have a, a lion body and the the hawk head, the bird head, and that's where it's coming from. It's um, you wanted to know it. Uh, you have thinking about it in some weeks now about why why there is a name 
sure name. And it's uh, is a phonograph. Uh, it's a... Uh, you know that uh, those old um, families far back, they wanted to have this um, war. Uh, they wanted to show up that they are strong, powerful family and they take those name and the picture and so their shield, family shield, the, uh, they showing up this powerful protective uh, animals and you have also the trolls in your ancestors um, so arm armor um chest armor chef, chest um that weapon and uh, i am coming from from Netherlands and um, I was taking care of the family. I'm not a noble person. I'm only someone that was working for these families. And um, but I heard many things. I heard what they were talking about. And I know how how the the family trees are built up, and that's uh, where I have helped you with to for you to understand what's going on. And and I have a work from God. She is saying that she is she is helping me to find out who I am, who I really am, and and she said to everyone that listen here. She said to not only to me. She talked to you also that listen. That she said it's very important for you to know who you are. It's it's really very important, and you should not laugh about it. And you should, but you should take it serious because that make you so much stronger, and that make you be protected um, from evil things, and uh, those that have been your ancestry related to you they are coming forward and they are coming closer to you when you know who you are and they they will help you 
most of them are are good people. There is some people that am not good that is in your ancestor, but those others are going to protect you from them because they know them. They know them. Is she sitting? She has a like a white small hat on her head and she's sitting sit, sitting and um, she knit knit knitter. She do. She working the whole time and she talking to me. That's how she used to do. And that is, I, f I feel sorry for her because she showing me how she died also, and that's not good. It's um, it's a mental sick person that is coming very quick to her, and uh, she is sitting and she have fire. Behind her, because that's where she got the warm heat from. But he is pushing her in, into the fire. That's how she died. And um, that's how she ended to be here. She wanted, wanted us to know. How fast it can go life. Uh, that um, in one second you you think you are okay and you relax and suddenly it hit you, the evil. And that's a message from her before she left now. That it's a warning for you. You you do. You are, uh, you are thing, doing things that co can cost your life. You are too comfort. It's uh, how she's wanting you to be too comfort. That's what she was. When suddenly a mental sick, a crazy man come running and push her into the fire. And it's not how you is going to end up. That's what is not what she's talking about. She is talking about to that evil can come very so, so fast. And from she didn't know it should come that that killing. Uh, it come from nowhere. She didn't know that man when he's coming, and uh, and uh, I explain it what she is talking about. Is talking about strangers. That you should be careful with strangers. It's um. This this that. Crazy man that come 
and push her in into the fire. Uh, he didn't look like her, so he was really a stranger from far away. And uh, that's what she's talking about. And I think uh, when she say about her name was Gretchen or Greta or like that, uh, or Grace, uh, that uh, is about you, that uh, you should uh, get this warning that um, uh, to, to not be so relaxed in your life because that's gonna be make you stupid, foolish and that will kill you and uh, so those spirits, they know the future. They know everything. They know uh, 20 years from now. They know everything. So uh, she explained for me that it's, um, it's coming that time now. She said, when, when everyone needs to pay attention what is going on and not be too relaxed of course you you should be relaxed but not too relaxed that's the warning she give to you and uh, some special names also She's talking about Bridget also was in there. And um, Scott is also in there. And uh, a Swedish name called uh, Lars. And Peter. This is people that have to pay attention just in this time. Something is not good that is around you. That's a warning. So, so I thank you for to tell us the warning. It's a time when, when evil seems to be good and the good things seems to be evil and it have with media to do. It's about this time because we live in the last days and, and it's when good will be evil and evil will be good. And that make us sometimes be too much, too much relaxed, and think that we we are surrounding with nice, good people, and then is it that they are the opposite? So that's um, they want us to be awake to not relax too much.
we have to be awake and, and I thank you for giving us this warning it's a it's the tri tribulation time we live in and um, and God have already told me that it started 2019 and it's going on in seven years so it will continue to to be uh, in 2000 after two, 2024 in 2025 should it be over and it's gonna be a um, frequency difference it's have going to be a change the pole is going to change it's gonna be a change that we will see and I and um, it's like that they can't tell us when the end of time is uh, and it's the same with that they can't tell what's will coming and they ha they can only tell you to to be not too relaxed and be awake so that's what was talking about today and uh, I have had so many spirits coming through so I'm very very tired now in my brain so it's time for me to go to bed uh, it's um, over 12 o'clock in the night and it's I don't know <laughs> I'm I'm very bad in dates, but I think it's April 26, 27, something like that, year 2021. And I live in Sweden, and my name is Eva. And I say uh, that God will bless you in, uh, in his will. Not in your will. And you will. Will see. Change coming. Change are coming to you. Thank you. For listening.